Hey guys, welcome back to Life MMA in the NBA. I'm your host, DJ San Marco. This podcast started out with an enormous amount of technical difficulties with the system, but uh, my guests hung in there with me. So uh, that's the clunkiness you hear at the start. It is, in fact, Coach Rob Robinson, assistant men's basketball coach at East Los Angeles College and one of the stars of the last season of uh, Last Chance U Basketball on Netflix. So please bear with me, enjoy, and here's Rob Robinson. guy how you doing today can you hear me good hey hey dj dj i could barely hear you you faded out on me what do you got trust, trust. there you go Here okay we go. i took it had automatically adjust microphone volume okay yeah, that, that was not good okay now i'm gonna i'm in control I'm back in control i got the con as we say in the military oh you got, he's so, got the <laughs> so, or as they say in the navy on you know crimson tide and hunt for red october i know you've seen these things oh my so. gosh i love hunt for red october <laughs> it's really man it's yeah, brilliant John Curry, can't go wrong yeah and just it just seemed like so believable like the guy at the sonar desk jonesy like i'll never every time i see that guy in a movie he's jonesy from Hunt for Red October. I don't care what he's playing. Yeah, so, he's Jonesy. Yeah. I'm with you, man. Um, so, Rob, um, yeah. this has got to be – I well, first of all, let me get what you think of the trade, and then I'm going to have you approach it from as a coach, from a coaching standpoint and sure. then just as a fan. So, please. Man, I uh, it was it was an interesting couple of days as a Laker fan because I think we were all prepared to grab Buddy Hield from Sacramento. Like we we just kept hearing like like we're gonna get Buddy. It was the same cast of characters we were going to ship out, but it was it was uh you heard Buddy Hill and I and I was thinking like in terms of like what's what's Buddy Hill do and and how does and like how does that work? And I like Buddy Hill a lot. I just I wasn't sold though, you know. For so as I was listening, I'm like, okay, the Lakers got to make a move because everybody has to make a move. That's just that's just the NBA now. And so I was, mm-hmm. I was going back and forth and back and forth and and then um and I didn't watch a lot of it. I was actually on vacation this week. Um, Whoa, where'd you go, yeah, coach? I, I went to Oceanside and I hung out at the beach for a week. Okay, uh, actually I had to quarantine. My whole family got COVID. So I was, oh my I was, god. Yeah, I was quarantined in Oceanside, and so I was at the beach, and I was kind of—I was on Twitter, but I wasn't like watching ESPN, mm-hmm. you know, and and, and what was going on. Mm-hmm. And so, so the day of the draft, like I see this on Twitter, it got somebody was like, "Hold up, like uh, Washington, Russ," and I was like, "Whoa, hey, this is this is different than Buddy Hield because I was I was getting mentally prepared yes. for Buddy Hield. That's what I was getting ready for, you know, and." And so uh, I didn't. Then that came, and I felt uh, I, I I felt good. It was a sense of excitement. Uh, draft day is always pretty cool, and it was a sense of excitement and with the drafts and what player te- teams are doing and and which teams are going to be uh, just throwing in the towel. Like, like you know, each year they like, get the teams just like forget it, like it's like it like it's over. And as you're sitting there, you're waiting, and you're like, okay, who who's it going to be? Who's 
who's throwing in the towel? Like, like who, who, who's going out? We're actually all basically, aren't we all just waiting for Philly? What, what was, I was, what was the Philly mood? That's why I was, I was like, what, what are they going to do with, what do it then? You know, From, what was, what was um, going to I listened to Brian Winhorst and his podcast for basketball has become one of my favorites. And the reason is, is because he has on like Tim Bontemps and he can be very aggressive, very argumentative, and he's very matter of fact. And what he thinks, um, he's not afraid to tee off on somebody, but not in a in this aggrandizing sort of a way. You know, like some yeah. guys will get on TV or radio and they say something just to get clicks. I mean, yeah, I think course. he's just actually passionate about talking basketball. And um, he said that uh, they offered uh, that the way that. Uh, the trade, what they were at, what, um, what's his name again? The, the GM who came from what Daryl was asking for Simmons was if he had had like an all-star year and yeah. he had played really well. And in fact, everybody in the league is like, no, man, he's down, dude. You have to deal with what he played in the playoffs and what we saw. You can't be like asking like the beginning of the season. Uh, yeah, week one, sure. but, okay. So that's, I think that's why Ben Simmons hasn't moved. Yeah, they you know everybody want does want to wants a king king's ransom. Seems like every year when I watch these trades, I'm like they just give up more and more and more and more, and then it's like there's like five teams, you know what I'm saying at the bottom who just get all the picks. That's just you know yeah what I mean? yeah like, like five yeah, Oklahoma has like a zillion picks from till yeah. 2028. You know? Yes, they, they do, and there's it's. I don't know. I I don't know how the picks are going to do. Unless you got like a bunch of number ones and you did really well. It's, without, you know, without veterans and guys, you're never really going to win. So I mean, how how are you going to get somebody to go to Oklahoma City? Like that's the that's the key. You know, like how do you how do you get? You'll never get Anthony Davis to go to Oklahoma City. You know? Well, but 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 that begs the question: If KD would have liked playing, would have enjoyed enjoyed playing more with Russ, would he have left? That's the question. Because if he yeah. stays and James stays, then what are we talking about right now? Oh, they would they would have, but we also got to remember, man. I, I lived in Oklahoma for two years. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Oklahoma. <laughs> I hear you, man. <laughs> Some, I hear and, you. Yeah, I met great, incredible people there that are mm -hmm. still my friends. This, that's not the issue, but that that state is backwards, yo. So I I can I can imagine it wear on you after a yes. couple years or so, you know. And, yes. Yes, and dude, you probably be looking to maybe you know go anywhere north <laughs> for sure. I, but but it, it it's actually apropos that we're talking about Oklahoma City at this very moment because one of the two principals after um what's that guy's name Sam I Sam Presti traded away James Harden which was complete BS like there's yeah. no way he's he he can ever live that that trade yeah. down you would have had the real the big three you know i shouldn't say the real big three but one of the real big threes because james yeah. was still six man during that that championship run that they had against miami right yeah um, yep. you know so yeah yeah you you, you if they could have in retrospect i mean james is probably the guy that they should have they should have built around sure. he, he probably should have guy that should have stayed and the other two could have came and went with big block blockbusters, but I just don't see how Oklahoma City can can ever. It's it's going to be really tough for 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 Oklahoma City. It's that's a 
that's a tough one, man. They need to, they need to, they need to be in a sprint with the Clippers. <laughs> Seattle. They need to both be in a sprint to get to Seattle as fast as possible. Cause if it, like if Oklahoma city went to Seattle, they could be in the mix like tomorrow, like just tomorrow, they could probably make it work with all those picks and, and everything. So, yeah. So draft day was, is exciting. And, um, there's, there's teams making moves and it's, and it's always interesting. And, uh, lo and behold, right before like the draft jumps off, it really caught momentum and it was like, it's happening. Like they're, they're going to trade for, uh, for Russ and, uh, they're, they're going to give up three and a pick and, uh, and get back Russ in return. And so it was, uh, for a Laker fan, that's much better than the 22nd pick. So I was, I was like, well, yeah. Let, let me reset what the trade was so that you yeah. can and then have you react to it. Uh, this is from, again, I'm going to say is from Sham Sharania of The Athletic. He's the one who broke this. And it was uh, the, the Washington Wizards have agreed to trade Russell Westbrook for a 2024 second round pick, a 2028 second round pick to the Los Angeles Lakers for Kyle Kuzma, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope, Montrez Harrell, and in number 22 in last week's draft. Yeah. So how do you, given what they, what the Lakers gave up in Kuzma, Pope, oh. and um, Harold, what do you, what do you think of that? What, what is, how I does that strike you? The, um, you know, the, the thing that didn't sit well with me, even as the season, like as it ended, as it ticked down and it was over, mm-hmm. um, as well with the trade is is that like like I have an affinity for for Montrez Harrell. Me and too. So uh, so that that's the only thing I was I kind of I kind of go back and forth and kind of struggle with. Um, and I was I I don't see a scenario where he can't be a guy off the off the bench that just does so many things for your for your team. And so I was I know I didn't understand the end of the season like when he didn't from a basketball standpoint like either. I didn't I didn't quite. I didn't quite get that. And so it was uh, the Montrez thing. I mean, I was because because I I mean, unfortunately, we live I live where the Clippers are on as well. So I got to see him like during that span. And he was so strong. And like when you when the clip when the Lakers played him, he, I mean, how many guys and football has the same issue? Like when you're watching a game, you're like, man, I wish that dude was on our team. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And he is that guy like Montrez that is that guy. guy man, I sure wish that dude was on our squad. And then he's on our squad. And I kind of feel like, like we almost wasted it, you know, a little bit. And that's how I felt when I was, when he, when I saw his name. Well, Joe Hampton had a name for a guy like, uh, Montrezl Harrell. He said, he's a hooper. Yeah. He he gets buckets. Yeah. He scores the basketball. I don't care who he's playing against. I mean, he scores. And, and then I heard people talking about, Oh, well, you know, he's not going to play in this series against Phoenix. I'm like, why not? I Maybe under- I missed it. Was Akeem Olajuwon playing for Phoenix this year? I, I, could, I didn't understand that either just because of the simple how hard, like how hard he plays and the intensity level at which he plays. And it was a, uh, yeah, it was it was confusing. Uh, it was a confusing little bit to me uh, at, at times. I mean, I, maybe I don't understand how the, how the NBA works, I, I guess. And with adjustments, I guess coaches feel like they have to make an adjustment series to series. I, I almost feel like, uh, like it's like, if they do it, cause if they lost and didn't, you know, more than the other one. And, and I think, I think uh coach might've just overcoached that one a little bit, but the, 
but him was the only issue that I saw with it, but I understood why like he had to be a, a part of it. Um, the, the, uh, the other two, uh, Kuzma and Pope, I actually like Pope, man. I, I, I do. He, he, he plays hard. He hits that jumper. He hits that jumper from the corner, but let's, I mean, we, the Lakers need guys that can make basketball plays. And right now they have one, you know what right. I mean? And that's, that's the problem. And, and that dude is, he's pushing 40. And so it's, they only got one guy that can make a hoop play. Like guys can get some buckets for you. They can defend. I mean, they're athletic, uh, but they, it's just like when the shot goes down, the ball's only in 23's hands. Like that's, that's it. It's either 23 or, or nobody. And when you watch these teams now in the, in the, look at the final four in the NBA, like it, there was more than one guy on a team that could break it, break you down, like at the end and, and score or, or, or a person that can, that can make a play. So that's the issue I had with heel, you know, like I, he, he's going to get, I knew he would shoot the, the, the lights yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. I, I knew, I knew he would shoot the lights out, but I don't, I don't. And I watched Heald play some, I didn't watch him play as much as Middleton, but as they were talking about Heald, I was like, can he do what Middleton does? Um, I was thinking, can he get twos and threes like Middleton does? And, it, and it's kind of, it was kind of, yeah, it's kind of close, but not, not quite. And I was like, well, a spot up shooter is good. I, there's nothing wrong with having a spot up shooter and, and, and Heald can hit tough threes, like off, off a dribble. He's shooting 39.1 for threes this year. He's, no, yeah, he's he, over 40 for his career. Yeah, he can he can hit it, you know, yeah. he can hit it, but that but with six seconds on the shot clock, I don't think it's gonna happen. And I don't think he brings energy for 82 games. And and my and when the moment they said Russ was coming, I was like, I mean, we us out here, we've seen him in high school. We've oh yeah, I forgot about league. that. Right. We've seen him in high school. We've seen Russ in summer leagues. We've seen him at UCLA. We've seen him in the league. A at tip, that dude's getting downhill. Like, I mean, at at tip to 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 the end. And I was like, wow, that's that's gonna be an energy that LA is going to embrace like immediately. Like they're already gonna embrace because the kid is LA. But yeah. I mean, his energy, they're going to they're going to embrace because as it's obvious over the last two seasons that that LeBron and AD are not going to bring energy, like, except like, I guess they're good. They circle the week, the day of the week at which it's going to happen. And I mean, LeBron does have his moments. There's sometimes in a Lake uniforms for like a week, you're just in awe of, I mean, of, of a stretch that he'll have, like you're just in complete awe of the energy and what he brings. And then there's other times you're like, oh man, like what the heck is, yeah, oh, that's it right there. Yeah. You're like, what the, like, what's, the, but you, but I understand it's 82 games, you know, I, I, I get it. And so, uh, the, I was very pleased with the rust and giving things up. I'm not, nah, I don't, Kuzma, Kuzma was always fool's gold, although I liked him. Um, but, but I mean, the first season you're like, oh, he has all this potential and not that he's not a really good NBA player at, at all. Kuzma is, he's, he's a good NBA player and I'll never tell hey, an NBA guy is not any good. I can't understand why anybody would ever, I mean, if you ever tried to play basketball, <laughs> yeah, they don't know. They don't if know. You yeah. Ever really tried yeah. to play like a hey, turn on the basketball tournament on ESPN right now. Yeah. Like, the, those dudes are ridiculous. Good. And they're not in the league. <laughs> it, it's so it's so, um, 
but Pope, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to miss Pope because he brought a lot of energy to, tough, the, to the team. Yeah, he was yeah. he was a tough player. And considering what matchup it was, you know, for for that game or for that series, I mean, he he could he could be the third guy considering what the what the matchups were. So he's gonna be, he's gonna be missed as as well. But the 22 pick that wasn't interesting me that wasn't interested to me at all. Not in L.A. Nobody cares about building anything in in L.A. Right. It, it's that's not how it's going to work. So I was I was very pleased. I was apprehensive about the healed, although I thought it was an upgrade from Kuzma and Pope. But I didn't like healed for Kuzma, Pope, and Montrez, like those three. For yeah, I, I don't know what Sacramento turned down, so I don't know the the details of that. But I want to if if I could just jump back to Kuzma real quick. I want to posit a theory and just see if yeah. you feel like there's any merit in this as a professional, not as a fan. We're we're getting to fan, but as mm-hmm. a professional, I felt like the Lakers gave him some reins when LeBron and AD were out. And then when LeBron and AD came back, it was like, okay, stand over there, and if you get it, do something with it, but we're not going to run any plays for you. So I sort of have a little theory that if you would have utilized him more in the offense and he would have felt the confidence of LeBron and AD, he might have played better, but I don't know. That could be rooted in absolute nothing. So what's what's your thought on that? Um, uh, Kuzma is, is interesting. Um, he is – uh man he so many guys in 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 the in the nba are as talented because the dude is talented he is six nine and he can shoot and he can run and he can defend like he can really do some things but like so many other dudes it's all based on volume and no one is going to play with ad and lebron and get volume so okay. you have to be really really efficient you got you got to be efficient. Like, I don't know if you remember, like Kuzma had a month stretch where he might've been the best offensive rebounder in the, in the NBA. And I was like, okay, I was like, okay, we got a shot. Like he's found a niche and and he's going to be able to, to help us in, in that way. But then it went back to more of, you know, him trying to, trying to get buckets. And that's, he, he's just not, he's not, he's not efficient enough to, you know, he's not efficient yeah. enough, but if you give him opportunities, Oh, he can. The dude will get twenty a game. He, I mean, he could. He yeah, could he, get twenty a game, no doubt. He's averaging basically the league average from three at thirty six point one. I think that's the, about the league average from the field goals. He's averaging forty four point three. That's just last year, uh, and then he's averaging twelve point seven or twelve point nine points a game. So he 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 is. Um, but I but I, what I've noticed over the last two years is because when he when he made a splash is because he was getting shots. Right. He was getting hits and he was getting shots, which is so many guys in, in the NBA. But when you're going to have to play, you know, side by side with some other with some other guys, your efficiency level has to come up because your shots are going to going to come down. And he uh, it just wasn't right. Like he, he needs more. Like there's no knock against Kuz. Like he just needs more. He needs to be more of, of a part of it. And he needs to be able to take bad shots to, to, to be good, you know, and. That's not going to happen, you know, with the, that, that does, that's not going to happen much with the, with the show out there. So it was, it, it, he was definitely could go, you know, he, he, he could go, but I mean, it, it's not like I was like, get rid of Kuzma. That's, I, I never thought that when I watched, I just, I was just, I didn't see him becoming like really efficient of, okay. a, of a ball player. You know, I, I didn't, I, I didn't, 
or, 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 or just knowing what that quiet role is, you know, like, like it, he could easily be Mikel Bridges, you know, just be that, you know, right. that's what the Lakers needed is something like, like a Mikel Bridges, just go out there and, and, and handle that situation. But he, you know, he's bet he, he's, you know what, he's almost a little too good, you know? And so he tries a little, so he does a little too much, you know, within that, within that realm. And that's why you get frustrated watching him. But then I'm like, well, shoot, man, like he, dude can do this. He just needs more minutes. You know, if he's, if he's playing 32 minutes a game and he's getting up 12 plus shots, then this dude is going to be 18 points a game. Like he can go, like he can really go. But I was out of all the pieces uh, I was comfortable with, I just think I was just upset that we kind of wasted Montrez. Yeah. That's how I felt. I felt like we wasted like that huge opportunity to use him in the way that, that I thought he could have been used. And that, that's why I was just sad to see him go because I, I just don't think we, we, did, we just didn't get enough out of it. Like we run him, but it just, we just didn't get a, we didn't get enough out of him. I'm with you 100 on that. Yeah. That's what I'm typing in the chat right now because I'm with you 100% on that. That really, yeah. because like he and, and uh, uh, Andre, it would have been really nice. You have one guy that's a little bigger you know, that can, that can hold his ground. Then you have another guy that could, I mean, again, he could score on anybody. How many guys can we say that about in the league? How many guys that can play in the low post can score on anyone? It's a very limited amount of guys. And my, Oh yeah. yeah, He he had his little step back. He had his face up and you know, the dude scored half of his points playing hard. And that that alone is like I you love that about guys like just just because he played hard like if you saw if you saw Trez get like twenty in a game like eight of them was because he out hustled somebody to to get to get eight points Energy. and so you know yeah you don't see that you don't see that a lot but but it was um it was it was tough it was tough to see him go I hope he goes I don't think he's done moving for one <laughs> yeah yeah right i don't i don't think so he'll I end think, up on a championship contender no no year. That's, no doubt somebody is going to say all right like this is our sixth guy to bring to bring the funk like this is the guy you know and i know if i was a gm I, my, my eyes would just be on there like and and he's the type of player too who like you can add in february yeah <laughs> he doesn't need like a whole year to get acclimated like he'll just show up and just start bullying dudes and just doing what he does so yeah, hey, LA is going to miss Montrez, man. That's that's that is a tough. But let's look at the positive. And the positive is I truly believe that Russell Westbrook is is going to be a really really good fit, not financially for how? the Lakers. Oh how? my god. Tell me tell me how. How and is I, he going to fit in? I think I think he's going to fit in because we're going to put the ball in somebody else's hands. And I firmly believe if LeBron has the ball in his hands, half as much, he's going to be twice as good. And we needed to put the ball in someone else's hands that LeBron was going to trust. And I, I think, I think LeBron will be happy with making that pass and being like, all right, go ahead, Russ, like, like go ahead and, and get that. And, and also I think what's interesting about Russ, like even more so than like a Damian Lillard, who 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 I would love to see with the Lakers. Um oh my Russ God. is when when Russ gets a rebound, it's a fast break. And that is what's needed in, in LA. Now LeBron is, is very similar. And so what you'll have there is two dudes 
I think we'll pick up the pace at which we play because if either one of those gets a rebound, it is an opportunity to get numbers like on, on the, on the other end. Um, of course there are as drawbacks. There's no doubt that game two and it probably in the first round, no one's going to play against like, they're going to be 20 feet off of him, just staring at him. Like, dude, you're going to have to, you're going to have to hit a jump. <laughs> but hear me on this. And this is why I feel good about Russ. This is why I'm going to tell you, I like Russell in this situation. Over the course of seven games, he's going to come through. If it's one night, I'd be so worried because he might have that night where he's two for 17. He might. Right. But over the course of seven games, that dude is going to hit shots. It might be every other game. It might be the third game. But he is not going to continuously like lose games in a series. That's not going to happen. On a road trip, maybe. But I think in a seven-game series, if he goes two for 17, the next night there's no chance. I, I really believe – that he set up, even though he lacks that, that, that jump shot, it's very streaky. Um, I think over a seven game series, it's, it's going to look good. It's going to look good for us. And, and his energy, man, like I said, he's, he's going to bring an energy to LA that, that matches like LeBron's energy. This dude goes at you. You're, you're he, actually he, talking me into it as we're sitting here, coach, oh, because, dude, he, because one of the things that he does is because he goes hard to the hole, and there's zero acting in his game. So he gets a lot of calls that are legitimate. Yeah. And the referees know that when Russell comes in there, he's not going to try to make some, you know, fake move and, and go, ah, and do do like, uh, what's my man number 99 for the uh, Phoenix Suns? Uh, Jay, 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 Jay Cryer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. he's not going to do some stuff like that. Russell goes, he goes hard. He's going to make you foul him. And then he's going to go to the line. Yeah, and he goes he goes very, he goes, he plays, he gets downhill so hard. And I think that if we didn't get somebody else that could get two feet in the paint, this is very, this is very important. You got to have guys on your team that can get both feet into the paint. There's a lot of guys that can get close to the paint or get past the three point line. But Russell's one of those dudes who can get both feet in the paint. And when you get both feet in the paint, a dude like Drummond becomes this much better. Like, because now people have to come off and help besides the lobs. Hey, the, Russell will just miss shots. He'll, he'll just go down there and be like, well, shoot, this, this, this dude, I got a, one of the best rebounders in the league that's going to get on this offensive glass. And so I think the Drummond experiment didn't quite work, but that's because nobody could get to the paint. Like, like, like nobody was down there in the paint drawing in to make, to make Drummond better. I mean, I saw Drummond out there. He was, he was, they was throwing him the ball. Like he was a post player. Like that dude was down there. Like he was looking like he was like one of the, the number one post player option. And that's not saying he can't do that, but that's, I, that's I thought that was, I, yeah. Yeah. I saw that as a, I saw that quite as, as, as a negative I, I did, but I'm, um, uh, like I said, with the heel thing, I, I love the shooting and I thought it was going to be very important, but I was like, who else is going to get to the paint and who else is going to bring the energy like that, that we need, like, and that, and I didn't think, I didn't think healed was it. I, I, I didn't. And, and out of all the guards that I was thinking that could come and play, I was like, who in the world can take the ball out of LeBron's hands and him be cool with it because LeBron's got a little bit of that Kobe in him to where he's, he's, he's unselfish. He is, but you know, like Kobe would be like, nah, I ain't passing this dude the ball. Like I'm not, <laughs> yeah. 
Like he would say that out loud, like during right, the game. Right, right, right. You're a scrub, man. <laughs> but I think Le- I think LeBron's going to feel really comfortable with passing Westbrook the ball, meaning right. like, and 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 when that happens, I think there's a hundred percent chance like he's going to take a breath and be like, let me show some more energy on the other side of the court, or now I know I can go because now I can I can give it to him and I and I I've, I've seen many possessions especially down the stretch this year that LeBron gave up on the possession just to shoot a 3 and he knew he was going to with like 8 seconds on the clock like he yeah. knew it like he was just like let me set him up cuz I'm going to step back left and I'm going to shoot a 3 like that's going to be it knowing that a lot <laughs> knowing that what's best for the team for his, for him to go and get he knows that but he just doesn't have that. I can see many scenarios where it's eight to 10 seconds left and he steps back and just throws the ball to the right and says, all right, now you just go ahead and, and do that. Uh, so financially though, it's, I don't know how this is going to, I don't know how this is going to work. What are they going to have? Like um, they're gonna have 10 two way players for the yeah, Chile. I saw stuff. them. I think he makes, don't quote me on this kid coach. I think he makes $44 million a year. Um, so that, you know, that could be a little bit prohibitive. And what are, what are the, um, I, I, I read a little bit about it, but what, how many veteran or mid-level exceptions will they receive? That's uh, going to be important as, as well. Yeah. Let me, uh, get that as for they, you. you know, as they, as they try and, and piece that piece that together with, uh, with, with some guys, uh, and, and how they piece that, how they quite piece that together. That's going to be very, very uh, important. The Lakers have 10 of their own free agents uh, to decide on it and have the $9.5 million tax player uh, mid-level exception okay. and veteran minimums to rely on when the market opens tomorrow. So, okay. Oh, um, a nine, oh no, a nine, 9.5 is going to get them a bucket, a bucket getter. Like okay. nine, nine, oh, no, there's no doubt 9.5 million, especially from a vet, is going to get them uh, a, a bucket get. Like for 9.5, you can get the equivalent of what Portis did. I mean, you know are, are you Mosley. available, or is Coach Mosley going to miss you? I mean, if no, Coach Mo is going, I well, mean, I'm, I, they're going to. No, actually, I, yeah, the squad <laughs> would miss me. I'm. I, they they towels need to be folded, my man. I gotta. I gotta. <laughs> well, be back. No, don't even do that, man. You're a real be, player, man. I gotta Let's be back. Out. I gotta. Get back. I gotta get back to. I gotta get back to to Elac. But hey, you know what the draft did? It just so. I mean, it's just so exciting. It, well, it, I mean, if you're a Laker fan, it's 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 exciting. You've talked me into a coach, and that's why we bring on professionals so that hacks like me can get some perspective. But what I'd like to do with you is do a rapid fire round. I'm Let's gonna say it. a Lakers name, and I Let's want you to kind of just tell me what comes to mind. Okay? I for sure. Let's get it. Uh, positive, negative, etc. Okay. Positive or both, uh, or but yeah, all of the above. Uh, let's start off with uh, Taylor Horton Tucker. Oh, um, Taylor, this kid is versatile. He is he is versatile, um, and he is imp- he is improving. And I really think that he could be he could be the Lakers. He has the mentality to where I think he could start and not get in anybody's way. However, I think he could be the leading scorer off the bench for the next year or two. And he's um, he can he also gets to the bucket uh, uh, very well. He's supremely confident. Um, I he he's a he was a great draft pick and 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 pickup. He he really is. And so what I'm hopeful is that we get a lot out of him the next two or three years before you know he starts demanding 
what he by what he's going to get on the on the open market. The finals were basically one playing a very similar game to what Taylor Horton Tucker plays. Yeah, so. I agree. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Next name Dennis Schroeder. Uh it, it was hard because of that COVID thing at, at the end, and he was very successful at his at his other squads, uh, on his on his other teams. Uh, he's a really good NBA point guard. Uh, I don't I don't think his his I don't his his energy wasn't enough for what the Lakers what the Lakers needed. He he's he that's that's wasn't his his type of energy. He needed we needed somebody that's like 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 coming at you a little bit more vocal. Uh, that's what's needed. Not saying that he wasn't, he's not as good as those guys that can do that. Cause he, cause he is. Uh, but I didn't think it was a great fit from an energy standpoint of what we needed. And I also didn't feel like he was going to, I, I didn't feel like he was going to make open shots. I, I just didn't, you know, I didn't feel it. I, I like his, I like how he has tricks around the bucket. I really did. I like his tricks around the bucket and, um, and I, I do like the level of uh, how he play. He does play hard, and he will try to defend. But um, I, his his energy wasn't conducive to the lack of energy that some of the other guys out there ha- how they have what how they play. And so it's um we we you need more Montrezes and Westbrooks. You know what I mean? If you're gonna play with with AD, because you know who knows what level of energy that AD and AD's our best. Player. That that's where we're going next, Coach. I'm gonna hey, leave. I'm go gonna ahead. leave off hey. Markeith, no and I'm gonna leave off Alex Caruso. I'm gonna go yeah. directly to let's go to uh, Anthony Davis. My gosh, and first of all, I think he's Anthony Davis is one of the top five basketball players like in the league. He, uh, he is. I don't think there's any question about that when he comes with it. Now, is he the top five? Well, you have to do it to be top five. You know what I mean? You have to do it like consistently. You know, like, like the, the perfect example is, oh, somebody's home. My dogs. Okay, I hear them. I do. And I'm yeah. happy to hear them. Yeah, yeah. Well, they missed me so much when I was gone. The um, you have to look no further than the kid in um, in Milwaukee. You, you just get a look at that. Like that dude brings it every night. AD could do the same thing. He he could. He could do that every single night. But um, it's just. He picks and chooses. You can always tell when the Lakers are going to be really good because he gets to the free throw line. And so when, whenever, whenever Anthony Davis is like driving, getting to the free throw line, like it's, it's the Lakers are going to win. And I, he, he can, he can be one of the top five. I don't know if he can make it through a season, but with, I guess with his, with his body. Uh, but I, our, our interesting thing is like, how are they going to play him? Right? Like how, how do the Lakers play AD like this year? And is he going to be the big guy? Like, like, is he going to be the, is he, that's what it's going to be. And, you know, with the NBA, it's never how you start. It's how you finish. So who's going to be like the five in the last three or four minutes. Cause I, I don't, I don't see it being drumming. I don't, you know, so it's, it's going to be interesting how they, how they play him. But uh, I, I, I wish that, I wish from a from a fan standpoint that he had a little bit more in the tank like each night, but also understand like he has for real like he he's, he's beat up. He, he does. He he breaks easy. So I, I may, may I pick up on that ahead. point, Coach? You've been around a lot of athletes who have played in college basketball. People have made it to the mm-hmm. NBA. 
So you know when you're in the gym, you look at a guy and you know what it takes for that guy to be successful. Regarding AD's strength and conditioning, are, are, are fans like myself missing something? Or do you as a professional see something that says he AD. might not be strong, you know, have enough strength and conditioning in his life, both in off season and during the season? Or, or is that just total AD. fan BS? Hey, there's, there's something there to, to that because like, Guys, guys who've been in the NBA like this long, or as long as he has been, usually by now they 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 look a little different. They, I mean, they have every opportunity, and I'm not for sure what's going on like with that. I'm not for sure what the off season looks like, like for AD or or I think from a genetic standpoint, there's no doubt we should see a little more definition on 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 Anthony Davis when the season begins, like like each time. Um, and then from a, like from a conditioning standpoint, like as well, um, I don't know how much, I don't know how good a condition he is when the season starts. I'm not for sure, but even in new Orleans, like it was, it seems he seemed a little sluggish. That's kind of his, it might be kind of his game, you know, a little bit. He, he, he is a little bit sluggish, but I still, I mean, you have the best trainers in the world. Like, like you, like when he, you should see a vein in his tricep. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, like, like, see, he's, he's so unfortunate because we're comparing him to Giannis Antetokounmpo, who came yeah. in as this really skinny guy, and now he's like, looks super fit and muscular. And by the way, had, an, had a, what I'm, I hear was a significant knee injury with that hyperextension. It's like, no, all, I'm still playing, man. We all saw it. Like, his knee was, I was like, you got to. Hey, the, and it's not the knee, it's not like the ligament itself, right? Although, because he's young and he's got some strong ligaments. But everything around that knee had to be so strong in order to withstand that that moment and then bounce back. And and that's kind of the thing you see with, with AD. I, I know the brother's working on it, man. He's a professional and he's a great basketball player. And absolutely, I'm so thrilled that we have him. I wouldn't want, I don't, I don't know if there's anybody else in the league like I would, I would want other than like LeBron, than, than Anthony, than Anthony Davis. I absolutely love him being in LA. I'm just a little confused as to where the definition is from the, from the work. <laughs> hey, I am. I'm, I'm a little confused because I That's, mean, he's not, he's not Zach Randolph. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> and that, that's why I ask you this question is because it, it, yeah. it looks like I, I think the prevailing theory among the non-professionals is that perhaps he's not taking his off season the way that somebody like his met, like LeBron does, you know, where he's doing weight training and he's obviously looks extremely fit. Spending like spending a million dollars on your body. Right. And that's something like a LeBron does. Like LeBron's going to LeBron's like, Hey, I'm gonna spend a million on my body this year. That's, that's what it is. And I'm, I don't know what's going on with, with AD with that. I, I just hope that he can he can be healthy for us like like this year and and I would imagine if we ever do start to see you know maybe a trap, a, a bicep <laughs> whatever. Maybe if we saw that we'd be like oh shit here we go, okay well, here we go. Here as we go. a minimum we can have him come to Coach Mo's spin class. So I mean oh hey well so. hey well if he played for us he'd be in the weight room four days four days three. And he'd be in shape from running. That is, for, even if you're hurt, like you got to drag your leg across the line for Mo. 
He'd be looking like Deshaun Hyler with that kind of definition. Oh uh, yeah, well, coach, <laughs> hey, coach gets coach gets everybody everybody in shape. So I'm not for sure what's going on with 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 AD. So I I can't really say. I just like there's something there though. There's okay. there's something there because like if every dude on that team, like if you saw them, mm-hmm. like all of them have cut up and every, every one of them are going to be cut up definitely, except Marcus Saul because he's. Marcus Saul's from Spain, and yeah. I'm pretty. <laughs> it's European, uh, brother. You know them dudes. Yeah, them dudes. Them dudes is drinking wine and smoking cigarettes for breakfast. That's a different. <laughs> that's a whole different thing. How they do their what they do over there. That's a whole different thing that's going on. But the, uh, but the, I, I would like to see him. Uh, I would. I'd. I'd like to see him a little bit more cut up. I just. I just want to see him be. You know what? I just want to see him to be able to bring his energy that he wants to bring because he's so good when he does. We're not. We're not. You can't beat us. You're not going to beat us if if LeBron has energy and AD has energy, which is why, to circle back, you got to love them bringing in probably the most energetic player just for that, just bringing in the most energetic. And you know what? That stuff's infectious. Like like playing with guys like that is 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 very infectious. Like the guy who who's all, has energy all the time, like it's – it, it can bring it and you know and and russell pounds his chest and he gets involved with the crowd and he and so that's that's what's needed because davis isn't going to do that no <laughs> you know, he, he's not going he's not going to do that but hey all that being said i just hope he's in shape like may 1st and then gives us six weeks of ad and then we can you know get back to load manage too load manage um uh, i'm sure i'm sure they'll be able to to do that and, and especially i it's it's kind of interesting this year or the, I, I should say, well, the, the bubble year kind of skewed things a little bit, but how like home court doesn't really matter as much anymore in, in terms of like, guys are like, well, I, obviously they're going to avoid seven and eight now because <laughs> although I love the mean, playing, did, did you, I love, I play. did. Yeah, I did. But I, I didn't like the first round going to seven games. I like the playing though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love the I love the play-in concept, and especially in the West because dudes are good. You know, it's not like yeah, it's not, it's not, look at it's not like State. a playing in it's not like a playing in the East where the the playing team won twenty seven games or something like because the East would probably do something like that. But I like I did like that that concept. But with the load management and thing, before it's like all right, we have to have home court. We gotta we gotta do boom 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 and. And I think that's going to be a changing landscape going forward in the NBA where it's, it's just not going to, it's not going to matter like as, like as much. And, and I think the Clippers, I mean, wasn't the Clippers the one like trying to play with who they're going to play yeah, like, with the Clippers? Uh, they lost to an Oklahoma city team. They actually took, uh, they were down and they took starters out when they were down by five. So they tried to lose to avoid the Lakers to then end up losing to the team that beat the Lakers. So it was so that, bizarre. Which I think never is a good strategy. No, I, it's... I, I, I think, I think you play, I mean, if, if before the game, you're like, all right, we're going with these guys, then so be it. Like, like, so be it. But you play to win every single, you got to play to win every single, yeah, it's a mentality. You, it's, it's a mentality. There's no switch. I, 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 what, I, I had arguments with guys at work like that. I was like, you don't purposely lose games and take guys out with, you know, take starters out when you're down by five with whatever, can't remember what the time was left. You don't, 
because then you're telling you we're afraid of the Lakers. That's what you're saying, and you don't want to do that. And the Lakers, it, see, the Suns weren't afraid of the Lakers. Oh, I don't, I don't think anybody. I, I mean, they're professionals. Yeah. Nobody, I can guarantee none of the players are afraid of any of the other players at all. But if it's a strategy going into the week, like, listen, hey, we're going to play these other guys this week because we're resting up for a purpose. But to say, hey, we're not going to play this week for, and it's not health related. It's it's who we want to play related. That's bad for that's hey, the basketball gods are not going to look kindly upon that. You, and, you you be cursed. And even if that's the case, right? Yes. And even if that were the case that you wanted to rest guys, you wouldn't take guys out in the last minute when you're down. Oh by, no! By five points, like you're not going to do that and say, okay, hey, you guys on the end of the bench, you're in. I mean, yeah, that's the yeah. kind of they did. There was two two scenarios that they did. I mean, Dan Pat, it was very obvious to everybody and. Yeah. And, uh, although I thought Ty Lue did a fantastic job, Reggie Jackson, I really liked Reggie Jackson a lot. Oh, oh man, how yeah. how big was he? How Huge, big was Reggie? Huge. You know what? Like it was it was one of these games. It was one game in the playoffs. Like they were down by like seventeen, and like Reggie pretty much brought him back. Yeah. And then he might have been like the best player in the association for the next ten days. Like he was getting it. He was so <laughs> tough. Man, Reggie was. Yeah, he was. He was tough, which is again, which is another Oklahoma City Thunder guy, right? Like they <laughs> yes, and th their intention was to bring in playoff Rondo, but you yeah. couldn't play playoff Rondo when Reggie Jackson is playing so well. Yeah, yeah he was. <laughs> he was playing real well. I man, I really hope that the Clippers go to Seattle. I I wish they the dude would just take them up out of here. They 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 got to leave L.A. They're no one's going to win in L.A. but the Lakers. I don't. I mean, it's it's. It's the curse, man. It is an well, absolute but, curse. But then you hire a guy who we all thought was cool because he was driving a 1997 Tahoe, and then he turns out to be a complete head case where, oh, by the way, guys, I'm getting surgery tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's just like yeah. the guy, oh, yeah, he, like we thought he was like this simple kind of like really humble kind of dude. No, he's not that dude. He's not. If you re read that story by um, the guy from The Athletic, uh, Jovan Buha, I think this is his name, that wrote that story about the last season's Clippers where right, he right. and Paul George want to have the separate locker room. Like, what are you doing? Why are you sitting up in the stands in the owner's box when the owner is down watching the game from the fifth <laughs> row, you idiot? Yeah. Hey, that owner's got energy. Like if him and Westbrook were on the same organization, watch out. Like him, that dude is, that dude goes at it. Kawhi's an interesting case, man. He he's tough to figure out because he's just tough to figure out, man. He, I know you a, can't do it. I know you're in a position where you can't say. <laughs> so I said it for you. <laughs> yeah, he's right. he's a he's a he's a he's a he's a he's a he opted out today too right did i read that i i oh my god i'll go to espn.com right now if that happened i, I will not he, believe I think, it i think he opted out today oh my god okay i, I think Kawhi opted out today or he's going to opt out today oh. or tomorrow and so i think he's a free agent uh 20 i see Kawhi's. yeah i think he did do that because they're showing to I have ESPN Plus. I should be able to click yeah. on this. But before we, bef uh, while I look this up, can what? you do the the last one? I want to close. Let with me talk coach to is LeBron James. Oh, I uh, for 21-22. What do you yeah. expect from LeBron James? Oh, um, I expect much more now that this trade has been made. 
I expect much more. I when you know it's it's the old saying is less is more, and I think the less LeBron has to be LeBron, the more he's going to be LeBron. And so I think this upcoming season, we're going to be able to to see some 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 really great games from from LeBron um, without thirty five points, without a triple double. You know, I I uh, I think we're going to see a really a, a good LeBron and dude. He when he's it, whenever he loses unexpectedly it, next year, usually he gives the league problems. And so it's um, I I'm, I'm excited to see what LeBron is going to bring uh, this year and and the pieces and the pieces around him. Uh, and I think he'll have more energy because I I don't think we'll stop at Westbrook. I'm hoping that they just bring in energy guys. I, I, I mean, if I was the GM, I would just like who, who's got who's the who's got who who plays the hardest every day. And if they were if they surround AD and LeBron with guys who just play hard every day, you know, like if you bring in like a Carmelo Anthony, then it's like, well, then that's Carmelo can get buckets, but he's not going to bring up the energy of the team. No, that's no gonna help. That's not going to happen. Um, I heard about the kid maybe from. Um, um, uh, the Spurs, though. Who's the Who's the gay? Rudy Gay. Oh yeah, he's good. Yeah, he he would be uh, a nice. Yeah, guy. yeah, 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 yeah. He he's professional. Rudy's yeah. professional. Yeah, yeah. Hey, could you hold up right quick? Hold up. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I just want to show you that I I put that clip on there. You were right. Kawhi did opt out a few hours ago, uh, three hours ago. ESPN reported that. That I don't know. A lot of times, guys will do that just to drive up the cost of the team. But I mean, the guy's already like a super max player. I mean, where are you going to go from there? But that hey, that would be the ultimate he, kick in the face. Hey, you never. Hey, this dude right here. You never know what this dude would do. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he could end up in Brooklyn for all we know. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, that that dude might he could end up with Maccabee. Over over in Israel, you know, you don't know what that dude will do, man. He, that's, he's that's he's real, he's, man. he's 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 a different he's a different kind of guy. But uh, mm -hmm. hey, to circle back, looking for big things for um, LeBron. Uh, LeBron. We know we know he'll be in shape, mm -hmm. um, and we'll know he'll be motivated to to play. And uh, it's just, I think the West is just going to be an incredible uh, once again, especially like Golden State can get healthy. Like if Golden State can get healthy and they can be in that mix that we just saw. Wow, that's going to be, that's going to be something else. Utah's now been through the fire, so they oh. know. You know, Denver went through the fire last year. They've got yeah, the best yeah. passing center we've ever seen in our lives. Uh, well, if, Murray, if Murray doesn't go down, yeah. Denver, Denver. I, I mean, Denver could have won the. Denver could have won it. I mean, they, they, they. Denver could have been in the mix. Um, yeah. Michael Utah, Porter Jr. And you, I don't know what happened. Like Utah was the best team. And then they just didn't play well for one week and it was over. Like it was, they were really like, they're right there. And the way they play and the way that crowd and that atmosphere in Utah, they're going to be, they're going to be one, two or three seed. That's just, that's what it's, I don't know what they'll do once they get beyond that, but you can see that just the, they're set up to be a top seed because they come with it like all the time. And so uh, it's going to be a great, it's going to be a great West and, uh, and, uh, and the Lakers should be in the catbird seat for it. <laughs> I hope so. That is Coach Rob Robinson of East Los Angeles College, uh, one of the stars of Last Chance U. Coach, 
thank you so much for spending a little yeah. bit of your Sunday night, and uh, I hope oh, to talk man. to you again soon. All right. Hey, any time, man. Let's let's talk hoops. <laughs> I dig it, brother. Take care. I'm glad. I hope your family's feeling better. I hope everybody's good now. All right, my man. Hey, I'm gonna see you later. All right, brother. Bye. Peace out.